Hello, and welcome to another episode of Seattle to Unknown. My name is Sarah. I'm still Melinda. Thank God. Right? It's the little things in life that comfort us. I would be very surprised if suddenly it were someone else co-hosting. They just popped in here and replaced you because there's a lot of stuff you need to know how to do in order to record a podcast. So if you were body snatched. I mean, we're doing one. So. Well, yeah, but like, you know, our usual setup. I feel like I would notice if you had been body snatched by somebody else, unless that person were also a podcaster. I mean, if they're going to body snatch, they have to do it right. They have to play the part correctly. It's not an easy role to play either. Let me tell you that. I think we've just roughly lined out the most millennial horror movie ever. Please stop. No, I don't want to be a part of this. <sighs> Any hoodle. As you may have noticed, this is a little bit shorter of an episode than usual because we are bringing you another sidekick episode. Welcome to sidekick episode number two. Wait, pause. Pause while the crowd goes wild. Give them time to cheer. Yeah, I hear crickets, so... (laughs) Do you not hear our audience? I hear our audience every time we record. They're in my head. I thought we were done going off of this uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers Millennial (laughs) Podcast Edition. Nope, I never agreed to anything. Oh, or would it just be Invasion of the Body Snatchers 2 Electric Boogaloo? Ooh, I am on board for that. Yeah. Okay, we have the title. We'll work this out later. No, no, no. I think in honor of Peter Sagal, it's not Electric Boogaloo, it's Havana Nights. Hard pass. I vote for Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> but Peter Sagal, come on. Do you know the story behind that? No. Peter Sagal is an NPR host who does Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. And he was working on a screenplay about the Cuban Revolution. And the script got shopped around, it got bought, and then. They brought in, they kicked him off the project and brought in new writers. And his movie about Cuban history was adapted and adapted and adapted so many times that what came out the other side was Dirty Dancing 2. Havana Nights. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, God, no. Yeah. Oh, my. It went from NPR to Dirty Dancing. Just leave, like, some things just don't need a (laughs) sequel, you guys. And that's not how you get to a sequel, from something historical to... Dirty dancing. I just, how many hands had would that script have had to have passed through before it went? Like, how do you get from history to dancing movie? It's a lot of people that that must have gone through. It's those hungry eyes. Oh, was that a song in the first one? Yes, it is. Okay. I'm like, shit, am I well quoting done. the wrong thing? <laughs> <sighs> but I digress. So we're having a shorter episode because we want to. Are all sidekicks our electric boogaloos? Or Havana Nights. And by the end of the episode, we find out which one it is. Please, not the latter. What? Okay. I'm going to throw a third option in there. Oh, God. Please, no. Electric Boogaloo, Havana Nights, or Too Fast, Too Furious. No! (laughs) (laughs) Okay, now we have to speed talk through everything, and this, like, it needs to be under three minutes. Full episode. Full episode under three minutes? I think we can do that. Let's keep going. What do you have to drink this week? It would have to be under two minutes, I guess, if we're going too fast, too furious. Okay, with that in mind, tell me about your cocktail this week as quickly as you possibly can. No. Uh, this week I have strawberry Fanta, and it is the Mexican one, so it's made with real sugar. And it's delightful because it's good strawberry soda. None of that bad knockoff brand garbage. I have a special place in my heart for strawberry soda because the only time I've had it, 
was before my very first Sounders match. So do you have to get a strawberry soda before every match now? No, I've never had it again. Loser, it's delightful. (laughs) It's so good. And the only reason I remember that is because we went to a place that was serving drinks in like the old-fashioned soda bottles, and it was Strawberry Crush, and I got bored and peeled the label off of it and stuck it in my wallet, so I had a Strawberry Crush label in my wallet for probably six years. All right, and next season on Hoarders is Sarah. (laughs) Ah, yes. Hoarder season two, Havana Nights. (laughs) Ooh, that sounds kind of saucy. I like it. That actually makes it sound like way fancier than it is, though, or would be. (laughs) I'm just picturing people dancing through piles of old newspapers. Don't cha-cha too far. You're going to crash into that stack from 1972. (laughs) And we might read that one someday. Sure we will, Grandma. Sure. Anyways, what's your cocktail this week? I have a ginger cumin power shot. Look at you all about the ginger now. I, I wouldn't say I'm all about it. I just know it's probably pretty good for me, so it doesn't hurt. This is the most ginger I've ever seen you consume. Ever. Oh, that is potent. Holy crap. Oh my gosh, you guys, that was the best face. (laughs) Oh Oh god, wish me luck. I'm sorry there was no video. (laughs) What all was in it? it? Ginger and what? Cumin. Cumin? I think so. I mean, it's in German, so I could be mistranslating that, but it is... Potent. Is it supposed to be like one of the wellness shot drinks? Yeah, kind of, but it's like, oh no, it's not a store brand. It's innocent brand. Was it orangey yellow? Yes. Oh, and it it's also has carrots Turmeric. Turmeric, turmeric, whatever you want to call it. Something like that. That's typically what goes with it. Ooh, cumin though. That's a bit much. Yeah. Well, it burned less than the other brands that I've had before. But if it burns, you know it's working. Yeah. The alternative, they had two from this brand. This one was ginger and carrot and whatever. The other one was jalapeno. Jalapeno. And I like spicy, but I feel like that might be too spicy. I don't know how I feel about drinking just jalapeno juice. Get one of the wellness shots that has like oregano oil in it. And then you tell me how that feels. No. No, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So do you have any update for this week? No. It's been chaotic at work. Same. That's about it. Yeah. But I did find a fancy new news story from Lonely Planet about a new app that has special features to set the change that is set to change the way we book flights and hotels. I kind of thought you were going to say it has special powers. Well, it kind of does, actually. Um, Is it capable of leaping tall buildings in a single bound? No, it doesn't have a cape. Um... This is from a travel professional. Man, words are hard with soda. A travel professional, and his name is Razvan Sidorak. I'm probably getting the last name wrong, and I'm very, very sorry. I'm bad at this game sometimes. But uh, there is a website and soon-to-be app called Voyazor. V-O-Y-A-Z-O-R. Voyazor? Yeah, I'd assume it sounds... It's similar to voyager like voyager but yeah but it is actually supposed to help travelers find um flights and hotels from like all over the world and this is something that's more geared towards people that are more flexible with their travel times and who are on a pretty strict budget okay but it sounds pretty cool because it has 
like some of the filters you can use um, is landing times, layover cities, alliances, luggage allowances, and fees, uh, aircraft type, if you're into that, I don't know. Some people might be picky, but it'll show you um, a calendar with fares that's, you know, if you have the flex of when you can leave and come back, it's going to tell you what your best deals are. Or there's a, a special feature called Magic Fair, which will uh, retrieve a list of the cheapest flights from their departure city, regardless of where you're going or when you're going, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. So uh, they have a picture of this and it has... Cheap flights from New York is their example, and then it lists destination cities, the date, and how cheap. And some of these are cheap, like $64, $62, depending on where you're like, yeah, sure, I'll go there. Where, when. where are these fares going? Is it like JFK to LaGuardia? No. So the one that's $51 is from New York to Charlotte, well, North Charlotte, Carolina. Charlotte's a pretty decent sized airport and it's a hub for a lot of connections i could see how you could get there for cheap yeah or if you want to go from new york to miami 78 bucks if you're okay from going on in march later march but yeah it's kind of cool it gives you departure and return dates and cheap cheap prices Hmm. and um it's not all automated they do have people that can help you out and everything too but it just, it sounds cool. It sounds like something to keep an eye on. This could be handy. And the dude's picture wearing mint green Converse. So how could you be, like, weary of this website? I mean, I'm not weary of it per se, but most of those features sound like filters on other flight searches. Like, I know Kayak just... has Explore where you put in your home airport and it tells you where you can go. I'm interested but not certain what the differentiation is like what makes them stand out um it might be their hotels maybe but it depends well one of their examples says that for um for hotels if you're traveling with a large group say one couple and a family of two adults two children you can choose to book a double room from one agency and like the family apartment from the other depending Mm -hmm. and still have like the same hotel i don't know I'm going to guess it'll tell you, like, prices for your group and how you can split it up to be cheaper. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. It's something that I haven't checked out the site yet, but... The thing is, is that whenever this new stuff comes out, I'm always going to try it. I just... (laughs) You can't help it. You first adapter. Adapter? Adopter. Whatever. (laughs) But sometimes I read, like, news press releases about new companies and I think, does that exist? It's got to exist already, right? Well, I think it's interesting that they include layover cities. So you can maybe like pick a cheap flight, but also pick where your layover happens potentially. I don't know. It, I think it's definitely worth a try to play with. Yeah, I know you can pick layover cities in other sites. That one I know, I know for certain because I've always tried. I'm always trying to see how I can route a flight through a city I want to go to. But anyway, I mean, it's a new company. You got to try it out. And new companies always have like a period where they they evolve really quickly. Like you'll yes. see like features come and go really quickly. They're running C tests and it's interesting to see what they do to differentiate themselves and make themselves stand out. So if you are looking for yeah. a new place to search, maybe try this one out. See what findings they have. 
They have deals from over 650 different airlines and 300 of the top booking agencies. So I don't think it's a bad place to start. And the more flexible you are, probably the better this is going to work for you. Yeah. I don't know. Something to look at. Something to keep an eye on. Yeah. Good to know. Especially since it's going to be an app, not just a website. Well. Because there's an app for everything. Every website ends up with their own app eventually. (laughs) There's an app for that. Oh, yes. Cool. Keep that on your radar. See how they evolve. Voyager. I just feel like I'm saying it wrong. It feels wrong. It's like I don't want to use the specific example that pops into mind immediately for me which i'm sure you can guess but when companies come up with their own words for their name it's it feels wrong until their branding sinks in yeah but you know what i'm referencing (laughs) do i though why don't you just come out and say i would rather not (laughs) um so yeah that's an interesting one i want to play around with it now let's stop podcasting and look for flights okay i'm already on their website (laughs) ditto yeah take a look play around maybe you can score yourself a a neat vacation on the cheap for airfare sarah stop playing on the website you can't make me all right and as a true sidekick episode once again we're gonna talk about new potential travel gear question mark sarah sarah what you got so my travel gear is something that i got for christmas which is a turtle travel pillow this is version two so i know a few years back turtle came out with their original pillow and if you're not familiar with it it's a curved piece of plastic that is curved in such a way that it sort of mirrors the curve of a neck like this side of your neck so that way you put the plastic bit which is covered in padding and fabric and whatnot on the side of your neck and then it has like a scarf like bit that you wrap around and Velcro it in place. So you sort of wear it reminiscent of a neck brace, but not padded all the way around. Yeah, not full on neck brace look. But like similar, it's not a pillow, like a U-shaped one that you put around your neck. It wraps around and you Velcro it down. So the original one was just a curved piece of plastic. Version two is two pieces of plastic still the same shape essentially i'm gonna unvelcro it so i can get a look at it but in the inner inside the curve of it the part that faces out not against your neck there are two little dials on this version one in the front one in the back and you turn them to raise or lower the pieces so they're separate instead of one piece like they were last time and if you have a longer neck you can dial it up so it's higher if you got a shorter neck you dial it down so it's a little bit smaller so you can customize how you want it positioned and so for instance if maybe you want a little bit more support towards the back of your neck and a little less in the front where your chin is because your chin is a little bit lower than the rest of your head you can do that and sort of adjust it to your specific comfort which is that's smart yeah which <laughs> that's is really smart a huge improvement over the last one i had a knockoff of the original turtle pillow i did not realize i got a knockoff until after it arrived and the plastic was just not sturdy enough to keep my head up so like the whole point of this is that it gives you something sturdy to put your head on the weight of your head on when you sleep on a plane whereas like memory foam pillows you just kind of squish into them and you can get a crick in your neck 
the inflatable ones are nice ish not necessarily my thing but the problem is is because they're inflatable they're more bendable so if your head tilts forward the whole thing can just kind of part so your head touches your chest oh so like your chin still makes it collapse enough exactly to where it's not supporting you okay that makes sense so i i have not previously had success with airline pillows and i stopped bothering with them i've tried so many now i've tried inflatable i've tried memory foam i've tried like the kind that clip together in the front so that they can't separate so your chin hits your chest i've tried them all this is the first one i've actually had success with so how thick is it because your head would tilt to the side right right so it is pretty sizably padded this model it's i'd say about an inch of foam over the plastic bit so the it's like a plastic skeleton inside padded all the way around but same (laughs) just inside i just have a plastic skeleton (laughs) no bones that makes so much sense you're so much easier to body snatch then electric boogaloo (laughs) so that's my vote on titles yeah so it's got some good padding over the skeleton it also has a tiny bit of give to it i don't know if you can hear it kind of like it bends it's not fully rigid but it's enough that it's not going to indent into your neck but not so much that it's not so much that it's painful plastic digging into your neck it's not so little i can't think today what are words it has enough padding to cover the plastic so it doesn't hurt your neck you're not digging into yourself but not so much padding that it's bulky and heavy that's the problem with the memory foam ones like sure they can pack up into a little itty bitty space but memory foam isn't light like it's it's got not particularly no there's a density to it so if you were looking for an airline pillow and you tried the first version of the turtle and you didn't quite like it this is like a million light years ahead of that one interesting yeah i my sister gave it to me for christmas and i was like oh yay another airline pillow but i brought it with us on our trip to hawaii and i realized this is what i've been looking for this is perfect this is the one you'll never leave without exactly um the one issue that i have with it is that because it's not it has a rigid skeleton in it. There's no like rolling it up. There's no shoving it in a pocket. There's no deflating it. It gets sort of flat, but not not really yeah. flat. It's not flat, flat. I mean, you can twist the knobs and it'll lower the height to it so it's narrower, but that doesn't cut down too terribly much on it. It also comes with a little bag that you can put it in. But the bag didn't really easily attach to anything, so I don't foresee myself using that one again. I might just put it in any old drawstring whatever. Huh, okay. Well, not too shabby. Something to look for if your uh, your regular neck pillow is not doing it for you. Yeah. Oh, and there's one more thing. Because like most airline pillows you can position it wherever you want i found on the second flight i was on that i was even though i had support to one side my head was sort of falling forward so i just twisted it to the front and then my head didn't bob anymore because it hit the the rigid part of it so it's not just for putting on one shoulder or the other you can put it in the front and it works just as well without feeling you're being choked to death by it yeah and because it's all velcro so the scarf part that wraps around is just a nice jersey material so you tighten that or loosen it as much as you want because it's just velcroed down with a pretty long velcro strip that you can attach as tight or as loose as you want sweet things to look to yes
That is my product for the sidekick. What is yours? Mine's a little little out there maybe on this one. Maybe not entirely for travel, but I am someone that still likes to write things down on paper. What? Yeah, I'm one of those. So when I'm looking up stuff for a trip and like like finding places of all the different foods, the restaurants that I want to go to, I'm still writing it down on paper. So are you about to tell me that paper is an out there product? Well, it's not necessarily just for a travel product that I want to talk about. That's all. Okay, because you started with, this one's a little bit out there, and I thought you were going to be like, it's not travel dildo. Whoa, no. (laughs) Man, you, you took a whole nother road we were not going down. So tune into next sidekick when uh, Sarah talks about her travel dildo. Collection. But, um, (laughs) shit. (laughs) We'll be comparing sizes. I mean, colors and shapes uh that's the episode where i wash my hands clean <laughs> of everything i am walking done. away uh, but no i like to write things down so i have it like right in front of me and i don't have to flip through like whatever i have saved on pinterest or anything too if especially since i'm looking at like people's blog posts about 17 places you must eat at or 17 things you must do and i'm only picking a few that actually appeal to me okay or me and whomever i'm traveling with Sarah, I'm picking all the sandwich places for you. Most people have probably seen commercials or heard about the notebook that you can microwave Mm -hmm. to clear so it's reusable. Yes. Rocket book. Yes. Yes. I got myself a couple rocket books. Ooh. And they're pretty nifty. I, I got mine on Amazon because it was a deal of a day and it was a bundle. So I got um, the regular, I think it's the executive size notebook. It's a little bit smaller than the letter one. And I got one of like the mini notepads. Mm-hmm. Kind of like what you had when you're like a little kid and you were like writing down notes of everything you were exploring in your backyard or whatever. Because you're pretending to be Harriet the Spy. I literally like set up camp in a bush in our front yard for an entire day and was really upset when nobody interesting walked by you just have a boring yard it's true but no um the nice thing is is that with the new updated versions they still have the microwavable ones but the new updated versions that i got they are erasable with water so they come with a little like microfiber cloth and you just get it wet and you wipe your pages clean mm-hmm. and the the pens that they gave you it's nice because they're pilot pens pilot brand pens and it's the friction ones the friction ones yeah so you don't have to buy it specifically from them or specifically by amazon you can go into a store that sells office supplies and you can find them in store so they're not just for these notebooks they're for everyday life but they do warn not to use them on legal documents because if it heats up to a certain point (laughs) the ink will disappear and it's erasable from friction you know kind of goes with the names but um i've been using my mini one for grocery lists Mm -hmm. because it's reusable and i don't have to buy paper and i'm saving the environment but like the big one's nice to have at the computer when i'm looking up things and like places to eat and i'm making the list that way Mm -hmm. and you can scan it with their app and they'll send it to almost anything any cloud-based storage that you have or your just your emails so you can send it off to other people too it's pretty freaking nifty so the one that wipes off with water do you have i guess my concern would be what if it gets wet or does there have to be like a rubbing thing going on i haven't experimented with that i've used the cloth and i've wiped it off and it wipes really clean versus just using the pens to erase you can kind of faintly see what you wrote down Mm -hmm. versus just wiping it i haven't tried just 
dropping water, like driplets of water. But if you're not clumsy and if you're not riding in the rain, this is pretty darn smart. And the fact that I could have, I can save my notes to Evernotes, I can save it to my emails to share with everybody else, and I can have it either still be in my handwriting or it will change it to normal text. It's nice options. See, that's the downside. I don't doubt that it could turn your handwriting into like typed text, but nobody can read my handwriting. <laughs> It'd be like, I don't know what the fuck this is. This is just swirls. Maybe, but like I could draw things on it too very poorly and it'll it'll have my drawings <laughs> and then I can send it to people just to be obnoxious but I don't know I'm kind of excited for this so I can the pages are really sturdy it's not like normal feeling paper it's coated mm -hmm. but it does feel pretty sturdy pretty durable so I can make my notes for different locations save them erase it and move on I have not used the rocket books yet I say yet as if I'm getting one I don't know that that's something I would maybe you should necessarily invest in um, because my handwriting is basically illegible. So maybe we'll have to try it. Next time we get together, I'll have you write something and we'll <laughs> see what it comes up with. Um, oh, we can definitely test that out. But what I was going to say is that if you do not have a friction pen, you should get one because they are awesome. Even if you don't have a rocket book. Um, yeah. I used them extensively on tests in school because I don't like writing with a pencil. It smears and erasing is a pain in the ass. I like pen. It's easier to read with more contrast. But, you know, when you're doing a math test, you want to be able to erase things. So I ended up buying a bunch of friction pens in the last year, and I love them a lot. Which they are way better than those old school erasable pens that you had yeah. in the early days. Like these actually erase. Yeah. And they write really nice. They do. It they write a little weird on the rocket book, but I think it's just because of how the their pages are, but it's not anything that makes me go, Oh my god, I'm gonna throw this out the window. <laughs> and you have to give it a little bit of a dry time. But it's kinda of funny when it imprints on the page because the pages are front to back, so that's how they get their numbers. Mm hmm uh, one of the notebooks they have has like a whole lot of different templates for like calendars, to-do lists, all that sort of thing. So I don't know. It's This could be like the organizational tool for you. It sounds like it would be great for organizing. I know when I'm reading through different things I want to look into for a trip, a lot of times I'm sitting there jotting things down with my pen and paper. And then in the past, I would take photos with the document scanner in my phone and upload it into Evernote. But I know that Rocket Books are known for having their really nice um, organizational system. Mm -hmm. And I like that you can scan it and tell it, hey, I want it to go to this and this place or only this place. You you get to assign them through their app that they have that goes along with everything. And it's it's smart. It's just smart. Yeah, it's funny that you were talking about this because just a few days ago I was watching someone doing a review of Rocket Books and apparently they now have a new tool for teachers where they it's these three triangular stickers that you put in the corner of your whiteboards and the Rocket Book app identifies yeah. that you're trying to take a picture of the whole uh, whiteboard and then it just uploads it to wherever you want it to go. Yeah. Which is the probably the coolest thing that like you can turn any whiteboard into a smart whiteboard with the stickers that they have just using the app. Yeah, I don't know that that part is necessarily super useful or has an application in travel, but I mean, maybe you take all of your travel notes on a whiteboard. <laughs> Or if you travel for business and you wrote down something that was really good in Baltimore and now you're in Miami and you want to share 
that same thought potentially you it. i don't know but i don't know i think i think they're on the right path with these products i think there's always room for improvement um but it's just i'm happy to be on this bandwagon right now <laughs> i'm pretty darn happy with it anything i can do to help save the environment i'm all for it sounds good but yeah that is my new gear. Sweet. I mean, my birthday was just a couple weeks ago, so... I'm sorry, who are you? No, no, no. Who are you? You've been body snatched. Are... What? What is this? <laughs> Why are we talking like this? Why do we talk? This isn't a normal phone call. <laughs> Why are we talking to each other like other people are listening and interested? I don't know. <laughs> I ask myself that a lot. It's an odd concept to think about. So those are new travel tools for you to think about. And I know this goes without saying, but we are hashtag not sponsored. We just hashtag like to buy shit. (laughs) We are hashtag totally not sponsored by anybody. But if you want to, hashtag pretty open and willing. (laughs) Ooh, except travel dildos. I don't know about that. I'm not sold. I'm not it's into it. a thing. I know it's a thing. <laughs> it doesn't mean we have to be a part of it right now. <laughs> that just, that went from like simple, innocent gear to like a whole nother world of gear. You're the one who prefaced this by saying, I know it might be a little out there. You took it to the extreme And then you there. talked about paper. <laughs> what if I just want to talk about like those travel backpacks to bring your cat everywhere? Oh, if you make a cat backpack and you want to sponsor us, we both have cats. I've totally seen them in the wild, and they are the most chill cats in them, and all I can think of, my cat would murder me. I think Birdie would be fine once you got her in. What I saw recently- My cat would still want out. He'd want to be a part of the world. He's like Ariel. Sorta. I recently- a ginger kitty. I saw someone walking four poodles, and she had a sling on her front with another poodle in it, and one of those cat backpacks on her back with another poodle in it. Where did she get all the poodles from? I don't know. It was so many poodles. And she had them in like every color. Pink? I mean, there was a peachy one. That's close to pink. Okay. It's about as close to pink you can get in a natural color for a dog. True. But before we get too carried away about animals, that should probably wrap up uh, this second episode of sidekicks brought to you by seattle to unknown and that's it just us just us just because we like new things <laughs> and to try new things for that could help life be easier for travels yep if there's anything you want to share with us too drop us a line we'll have that at the end like we always do yeah if yeah. you recently got something or not recently got something that changed the way you travel tell us about it we'll try it if we can find it and it's not too expensive because we pour yeah we trying to book a, tr- a trip right now so we pour until we're done <laughs> yeah uh but join us next week for another full episode that might involve uh travel and some magic whoa is it gonna be a little out there <laughs> mike sort of out there and not yours sarah <laughs> Well, that's no fun. This is about like the next week is supposed to be about good, clean family fun or good, clean, single adult fun. (laughs) Oh, God. Time to get Sarah off the microphone. Um, Until then, just remember it's an adventure. So try new stuff. Maybe it'll change the way you travel. Okay, bye. Bye. (laughs) Hey, everyone. Thanks again for listening to another episode of Seattle to Unknown. 
Don't forget to tell your friends about us and subscribe so you never miss a thing. You can also find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest under C2Unknown. That's S-E-A-T-O Unknown. Or you can check us out on our website, www.c2unknown.com. Want to know what we do on our off time? You can find both Sarah and I on Twitter and Instagram. Sarah is at S-A-R underscore S, and I'm at Hooligan Monster on both. We would also love to hear from you. Send us an email with your stories and travel tips to c2unknown at gmail.com. Until then, it's an adventure. Bye!